For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Welcome, listeners. Episode 88. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Let's get it. Happy nice. holidays, everybody. Nice work. Yeah. Woo. Good job. Good Good job at work this year, guys. Now it's finally time to get some rest and relaxation. Holiday yeah. mode. Good food, family, friends, snow, all that. And just a silly little episode of Submersion. Silly indeed. The elves are out and about in the studio, folks. (laughs) 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 All right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so what is everyone doing for their Xmas holidays besides recording a wonderful submersible pod for all of our listeners out there? Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, I'm taking a all-inclusive two-week submarine deep dive vacation in the South Pacific. Whoa, that's I, that's I can't, almost fact. can't believe that's true. That's yeah. a Zach. We're already fact. going straight into the Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, my plans are um, family time, uh, hmm. traveling back to my parents, traveling to uh, my fiance's parents, and hopefully seeing some friends along the way. Yeah, so, we're gonna try to link up right. in there. Oh yeah, we which we will, you know, link up like the old uh, Game Boys, right? Yep, that's Sys- right. Yeah. System link cable, maybe do a Halo yeah. LAN party. I'm down for that. That would actually be pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you ever do the the Halo LAN parties? Was that a thing when you were in high school? Well, in high school, we had a LAN club that I'd occasionally Ooh, go to. But I was like awesome. a real, I was like a like a super <laughs> athlete. I don't know if you saw my abs and you saw my muscles, you'd be like. You know that you know a nerd like that, but it was true. I sometimes, occasionally went to Land Club, where they would set up a LAN and play video games on said LAN network. Little nice. Age of Empires, Age of Mythology, something like that. I honestly can't even remember the games we played. I just can't. I, I cannot remember it all. So it's, all right. well, see, it's a forgettable experience. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you going to be doing this holiday season? I'm actually d- totally different. Uh, my wife uh, is available this time to travel. Usually she is working around or on Christmas Day this year. Not the case. So we decided all-inclusive resort vacation. Ooh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's, That's adventurous. You think, you're thinking, oh, you're on the beach relaxing. No, opposite of that. We're up in the mountains. We're going to be in the mountains of Wyoming uh, living it up. Just snowshoeing, uh, skiing, cross-country skiing, uh, maybe even a little like outdoor hot tubbing action. Ooh. It's going to be fun. So you, It'll be good. Jamie, Jamie, you said this was Wyoming? That sounds exotic. Where is that? Uh, it is smack dab in the middle of nowhere, I guess. <laughs> oh. uh, it looks beautiful and it's got no one around. And so, yeah, you used to talk about like friends and family. We're like no one around. That's what's going <laughs> to be Christmas time. That's an interesting choice. I mean, typically you'd think you're going to be going somewhere warm this time of year, but uh, yeah, that's originally what we were we were looking at. But then we saw this thing pop up; it caught our eye, and we decided, you know what, 
Why not? Let's try it out. Drive and flying. Oh, we can't drive to this area. I mean, it would have been it would have been risky to try to drive there because of, you know, driving into the mountains and the snow and the ice and all that. Mm -hmm. So we are flying in and then it's actually there's no roads. The resort has no roads to it. So they pick us up in a snowmobile like van and then drive us into the mountains. That sounds epic. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. So in the summer, yeah. In the summer, apparently, it's all like horseback riding and seeing, you know, beautiful antelope and stuff like that. But it's going to be snowy. We already know that. And cold. Snowy and cold. Well, have fun. Travel safe. Be safe out there. Don't leave out any uh, food. No, we'll try not to. Yeah, bears. I'm hoping to see a moose, though. That's my my goal. I want to see a moose. Hmm. Don't you have Hmm. moose up in Massachusetts? Uh no, but up in up in Maine, yes, in Maine, Maine there okay. are there are meese, there are meese about. I saw a moose when I was a kid up in Maine, but I want to see one now, and I can fully appreciate it. At the time, I was like, "Look at that stupid moose." That's true. And then I just like went back to probably watching TV or, or playing on a video game <laughs> or something. A moose is a funny animal. Big mm-hmm. nose, antlers, all exactly. That. <laughs> That's why I want to see it. I want to see it, and then I'd be I'd probably be pretty scared of it too. Like if I was just like out alone mean. and there was a moose, exactly. I'd Don't, be like, oh shit. Kids listening, and you shouldn't be listening to this. But if you are, <laughs> avoid all moose. Yeah. So the other thing, I, the thing I wanted to ask you is besides Christmas plans and stuff like that, is my favorite question to ask people: New Year's resolutions. I love I new I love New Year's resolutions. I have one every year, one or two, and I just kind of love them. Oh, great agents of change. So and that, and that's I wanted to question? know what you guys have. Well, I want to know what your New Year's resolution is going to be. Okay. Well, I'm, I haven't decided 100%. I'll say this past year, I determined to do daily calisthenics, just some light calisthenics every day, had to do it. And I did it, kept up with it. Wow. I'm thinking about, we got a college buddy of ours uh, who runs, he's, it's a bizarre story. I'm in Ohio. He's from New York. He actually started a... CrossFit studio in my hometown. He, he ended up meeting a girl from home t- hometown, home area here, and married her and moved here in Ohio, and he's running a CrossFit studio, and I'm thinking I'm going to take it one step further and get into CrossFit next year. That's pretty good. I like that kind of stuff. I think That's a good, good one to do. Yeah. Because I was also thinking the potential <clears throat> of doing uh, regular yoga would be mine. Ah, yeah. That's actually something that's interesting to me, too. I Maybe uh, maybe that's my 2021 New Year's resolution. Yeah, we'll and see. I do have a second one. Every year, I my New Year's resolution is to get a six-pack abs. This year, <laughs> I think that's the closest I've ever gotten, I swear to God. But yeah, me, yeah, uh, me still too. not quite. I had, I had, uh, I had the six-pack in uh, college and then lost it, and I'm, we're bringing them back. Yeah, occasionally when I was in the looking in the mirror and I squinted, I'd, it like <laughs> seemed like I had six-pack abs, and I was like, I... I think I can maybe trick someone into thinking I have it. So I'm pretty close. So next year might be the year. All right. Keep at we'll it. We'll see. Although I've heard, I forget who said it. I think it may have been Peyton, Peyton Manning in a commercial or something, which is where I get most of my advice is Peyton Manning in commercials. <laughs> but he said, if you don't have a six pack abs by the time you're 30, you're never going to have them. So I'm just trying to prove him wrong. Okay. Well, Zach, you, uh, amongst all our rambling there, you had plenty of time to think up something. What are you going to be doing? So, you know, the past few years, I always tried to spend time and think up, not necessarily like a, a like a resolution, but just like a yearly theme, right? Like a theme to kind of drive the year. 
out. And I haven't decided on this this next year. Um, this current year has been really crazy and busy and I'm still doing this new job and I haven't given it much thought. Um, so I'll let you know. Okay. 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 <laughs> that's, that's good. All right. Well, anyways, um, Zach, what yeah. are we actually doing besides <laughs> talking about Christmas and giving all of our listeners <clears throat> some wonderful Christmas, Christmas presents of well, the uh, dulcet sounds of our voices? Uh, what are we actually doing do, for this episode? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie, but do you guys smell that? It smells like like a like a breakfast food. Is it bacon? Could it be pancakes from IHOP? Not a sponsor. Dive, 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 dive. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Mustard Man, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion. Yeah, so we're doing an IHOP commercial, maybe two, actually. We are from, doing two. We're doing two. Uh, what, year, what year is this? 2018? This was this year. No, it was this year, yeah. This so year? 2019. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. So IHOP's um, submarine-themed uh, commercials, yeah, advertisements, they, they saw, if you will. They saw the marketing opportunity with submersion releasing and the, mm-hmm. the, the massive popularity we've grown over the past year and a half or whatever it's been, and they're like, we got to get in on this. Boom, commercials, submarines, pancakes, make it happen. Right. And then also, just to be clear for our audiences, it also... Is because Kyle, fearing mutiny, decided to push us out into the Merv and said, do something <laughs> small and silly and stupid. That's true. And we obliged. That's what yeah. we said. We, we, said did, yeah. we did promise you, uh, the beginning of Godzilla movie month, but we will be moving that back at least a few weeks. <laughs> right. But that's because that is growing. It's Christmas time. People right. are, you trust me, stay, stick around in 2020, folks, because Godzilla month's going to be big. <laughs> Get but it? Yeah, so we're, Godzilla's yes. big. Right, yeah, because yeah. a nuclear bomb or whatever. Or did, how, a, what, did it change tongue. over time? Anyways, I guess we'll yeah. discuss it during Godzilla month, Yeah, the different ways in which Godzilla was <laughs> created over time. <laughs> or month. we could just do it, go into Godzilla movie month right now and just... <laughs> yeah, why not? You know what? Throw a curveball. Yeah, it's mutiny time. <laughs> we're taking over. Uh, all right, so we're going to be doing IHOP Ultimate Breakfasts Submarine Commercials. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tease. <laughs> all right. So should we get into the recap of this uh, commercial? I've let's only got a page it. of notes, so it should, take, it should take 25 minutes or so. <laughs> For a 30-second <laughs> so commercial. Let's, let's we see open it. on a slow shot of the USS Pancake, right? It's majestic. So I just want to quickly stop for a question here um, because we see the submarine, right? What submarine do you believe the USS Pancake is based on the features of what you see Mm. at this point? I'll be honest. I do not pay attention during uh, subs worldwide. I don't even know if I uh, a Los Angeles class sub. That's actually not a bad guess. Although one, there is a small caveat. You're talking about an early Los Angeles class, not a late Los Angeles class. Uh, uh, Virginia class sub. 
Virginia class, is that even out yet? I'm going to uh, guess Ohio class. <laughs> Columbia class. <laughs> good, good. I think Ohio class is pretty good. Uh, so anyways, uh, so one thing is that we clearly, it's U.S., right? U.S.S. pancakes. I'm not going to, unless we're pirates. Uh, one thing, one guy has an eye patch, so maybe we're thinking that they're not actually a U.S. designated sub. But They do have red take spray paint in the form of a smile on the front of it, yeah. so they might be some it's renegades. T- you never know. Yeah. It's tough to say, but we, we got to take it at face value. A U.S. sub, U.S.S. pancake. Uh, it's got some fair weather plane. Uh, sorry, fair water planes on the top. So there's little wings that are on the con tower. Um, those were are no longer on submarines. So like after the third oh. flight of the LA class, the Los Angeles class, uh, they stopped putting those on. So huh. that's what I was saying. So it could be an early LA class. Good good call on that one. Early Los Angeles class. But I was also thinking it could be an Ohio class as well. I like the idea that it's a nuclear submarine. I like the idea that it can launch nuclear missiles too. As every US pancake sub should. Right. All right. <clears throat> so anyways, we get into the submarine. There's a sonar man. And he's looking a little concerned. Because uh, what is he seeing on his sonar, guys? Take uh, it, Ben. A breakfast. He's seeing, Noel, he doesn't, at first he's seeing something he's big. Seeing he's bacon. seeing something big. He's seeing eggs. He's seeing these things. He looks like a breakfast. And here's where you were right on top of it. But the captain comes in and he's like, hey, let me take a look. I'm not sure it actually is a breakfast. Are we going to acknowledge that we have his, a woman on a sub here? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right, but, right over the shoulder. So I guess it, it must be a pretty recent one. I, you know what? I think I am leaning towards first or second flight la class submarine for uss pancake let's acknowledge some of the stuff that's going on in this scene though try to visualize it we got a guy in the back with an eye patch on right right? yes that's true (laughs) yeah so and and one thing we also say is like the sonar super realistic right you can just see the breakfast at that point (laughs) that's not even anything so we're probably set in the future sometime uh the captain's tree entire crew yeah someone wearing an eye patch and i did have pirates question mark in my notes (laughs) so it's interesting development that we have going on here. And so the captain, he pulls down the, the periscope and he looks out and he declares, no, 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 guys, this is not a breakfast at all. You are wrong. And, and Brom, what was it instead? It's a breakfast. Exactly. So he, everyone now knows it's a make or break situation. The sonar man's like sweating at this, this point. And he is saying, what is our course, captain? What are we going to do? And the captain knows what's up. He knows it's going to be trouble when he declares this next order. And so he pulls out his captain deck, he gets it out there and he says, he, just to let everyone know, like, this is what's going on. It's crazy because it was a national commercial, right? But like, he pulls it out. Everyone now knows, oh, this is serious. And he goes, head straight for it. Wait, I think and I got a sound clip for that. Do it. What's our course, Captain? Head straight for it. Captain's got an empty tum tum. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that explains his, the reason for his urgency there, because of his empty tum tum. And Obviously. they they throttle up from stop through dead slow through slow through full to all ahead breakfast. Yeah, which is ludicrous. <laughs> it's a ludicrous speed, guys. <laughs> ludicrous speed. <clears throat> And so, yeah, and and everyone, I mean, they they everyone's prepared. Everyone's gonna kind of going crazy. Really, it looks like they're more setting a table. Uh, in the background, also we see a guy with a bandage. So everyone's got kind of stuff going on. One guy's got a bandage on his head. I did want to ask what you guys felt like happened to that guy. How did he get the bandage on the head? Let's tell a story. Uh, 
Well, let's what's his name? Let's let's start with who this man is and why he's here. Probably an accident in the torpedo room. Good call. I was going to say tor- torpedo room was one of the ones at the top of my list. I would have been disappointed if one of you didn't say it. I think he might have been reminiscing about an old an old fling he once had back in his heyday, and um, he got caught up in the moment, tripped, and uh, bumped his head. Interesting. I, that would not have been <clears throat> the other top of my list. I see. If mine would have been. <laughs> Uh, that he got in a fight, grabbed a wrench, and another guy grabbed a wrench. They had a wrench fight and got hit in the head with a wrench. Hmm. And his name is Carl, probably. <laughs> or Martin. What if he was in the torpedo room and slipped on a little puddle of grease? Mm. And then you wonder, where the heck did this grease come yeah. from? We're in a torpedo and then the janitor, room. And they the janitor's up. looking <laughs> real creepy over there. And you're like, who's that janitor over there? <laughs> they turn to look to him. It's Ed Harris. Yeah. In this commercial. Greased up. Yeah, fan fiction maybe, you know? Fanfic. Looking sweet. So everyone screams in delight, pancakes. And they're all setting a table. They got like a, they get out like a, uh, like a picnic, um, whatever, and put it, put it over the map, getting ready to eat. The captain solemnly puts on his cap. Did you, did you see at all what was on the, there's all kinds of little like, funny visual things like mm-hmm. did you see what was on the earphones of the sonar guy no i saw the fork on the um there's a fork on the one thing yeah and there's a there was a stack of pancakes is on all of the headphones and then on his uh cap the symbol is a fork or a knife going straight up and then two crossed forks oh <laughs> i was wondering what that was it looked like a trident exactly yeah yeah and uh then we see the submarine having apparently launched itself out of the water <laughs> land on the uh in the parking lot of the ihop and plow directly forwards and then it stops and you're thinking whoa that was like a disaster like everyone's probably running and screaming and maybe a couple people there's a chance a few people have been killed at this point incredible incredible real practical effects here no miniature work whatsoever uh right although it did it did put a little caveat at the bottom and said <laughs> dramatization submarines don't work on land just so we knew that it was done by some kind of uh, advanced <laughs> computer generation maybe probably some ai system had created the image and then uh but it stops and you think oh end of commercial nope because the captain chimes in one last time and says a little ding dong and that's the end of the commercial sure. i hope where they oh they also exclaim about how you can get uh, five dollars off or something like that, and that we know that it, this was a 2019 commercial because I believe the deal ended in <laughs> like May of 2019 or something. And they, they, there's a there's a periscope spying on the uh, delicious breakfast on the uh, top of the sub. There, I must yeah. say, I did not expect that submarine in a parking lot. I loved it. <laughs> I think uh, from from the comments that I read on YouTube and stuff like that, that was the uh, it factor that this commercial had. Mm-hmm. People were quite enthralled and got a nice chuckle out of that submarine crash landing into the parking lot of the Yeah, island. I tend to agree with the, the top comment if you watch this on YouTube, uh, just kind of admiring all the details and wanting to stop the uh, uh, pause the the video as you play through it and look at all the different things and uh, see what you yeah. notice. I think that's probably the most fun part for me. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, anyways, should I get into some, or do we want to do ratings real quick? Yeah. So I guess this is a commercial. So what do we do? A rating from one to two? A thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down? <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Or two, sub thumb, up, two sub thumbs down? up, two thumbs down. We have, we have two thumbs that we get to work with here. Two thumbs. Yeah. So and we can, you can do, use them in yeah, any combination. Up, we can do, about up, 
up bubble, down bubble? <laughs> How about you let's just make it make a very convoluted <laughs> system for, for Kyle to figure out when he gets back? <laughs> we can, as, you know what? Let's all three of us do just whatever we want. Okay. Okay. So, Rom, you go ahead. Uh, well, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this commercial. Um, definitely spoke to us being a submarine movie podcast. I uh, was excited when I first saw this on television. I don't think I saw this version. I saw the other one, which I think we're going to talk about. Um, but as I alluded to just a moment ago, uh, it was fun just to look at all the details. And as campy as it was, it was surprising how accurate I think some of the – and how much research probably went into it uh, compared to some of the movies we've watched. It was probably more accurate than some of the movies we watched in terms of the, how the set would look and, and how hmm. uh, uh, people would kind of communicate and stuff. So Interesting. Interesting point. Because <laughs> you, know, you know it's true. I mean, there are some real stinkers we've watched. So it that, was, that it was is, funny. That is accurate. What's, what's even funnier is like something like Crimson Tide may be the worst of the bunch when it comes to an actual <laughs> – function of a submarine but so uh i can't say much more about the commercial without it being longer than the commercial itself so i'm gonna give this one thumb up and one Joaquin phoenix uh thumb where we we don't know what whether he's going to turn it up or down and it cuts to the next scene and we don't know what my thumb did oh hmm. all right interesting is that a gladi- that's a gladiator thing that's a gladiator thing and we'll okay. uh, leave that up for kyle to interpret what that is interesting Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him a conversion chart or anything. Right. So I'm gonna hop in here. You're gonna I hop do in here? I'm gonna yeah, nice. I'm gonna Boom. Nice sponsor. I'm going to hop in here. <laughs> so <All right>. IHOP, <laughs> Ultimate Breakfast Submarine Commercial YouTube. Over two million views on YouTube. Who knows in the country? What do I think about this? Well, I'll tell you this. This commercial made my periscope rise, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I loved the acting in it. There's diversity. There was emotion. There was fear, enjoyment, jealousy, (laughs) rage. Just it evoked such a outlandish and promiscuous feeling in me and i was like this is what i'm talking about this is what a commercial needs this is what our movies need i hop you blew it out of the park not a sponsor but you blew it out of the park i'm gonna give this commercial with the beautiful set piece at the end with the uss pancake in the parking lot three periscopes up two subs down five kyle smith heads two bins one jamie and 16 mustard mans Wow. Boom. I hope going to have to pay you for that review. They should. Yeah, honestly, they probably should do something for us, right? <laughs> probably, yeah. This Actually, is like we should some probably, really serious advertising. We should let them know that we're not going to release this episode until they give us free pancakes. <laughs> we can tweet it out to them. They'll be like, oh we're my We're all said and done. This is going to have probably like 500 listens. <laughs> this yeah. will be our best one That's, yet. It's 500 more people sitting butts in those seats. Let me tell you. All right, so I'm going to jump in. I'm going to hop right in. Uh, I thought Zach's point about the poignancy of the uh, emotions uh, in this commercial were spot on, really reminiscent of uh, the French New Wave movement and um, (laughs) brought a tear to my eye and made me 
you know, made me realize, you know what? I also have an empty tum-tum and maybe <laughs> what I'm craving is a little IHOP. So I'm going to give this a 20 degree up bubble. Uh, and let me tell you, that's pretty good. Ooh. All right. French New Wave, is that a thing? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, so learned. All right. So do we want to go through the second commercial and then rate that one before we get into some trivia and stuff like that? Uh, I think I think so. Yeah. I think we probably should. It's right? all the same yeah, actors. Yeah. So same actors, same production company, same director. It looks like they just kind of recut a lot of the footage. Uh, I mean, recapping this, we see the same opening shot of the uh, USS Pancake uh, panning Again, across likely, the screen. Again, likely a second flight. Los Angeles class submarine. Yeah, and for for what it's worth, it does look like it's probably because it's miniature work, but you can see like the letters are like tactile lettering. Mm. Uh, so that would really affect the hydrodynamics, if that's a term, or aerodynamics. But I think no, it's just I think it's just a product <laughs> of it being miniature work. So you can see that these are like vinyl letters that they stuck on there. But uh, it cuts to a scene where it kind of looks like they dubbed maybe some audio over the captain because he's got the the microphone in his hand and it doesn't even is it not even connected is that kind of the joke? See, looks I, like the, the the handset isn't even connected to the, was, the console. I was gonna say Ben, this one seems just goofier and way more silly than the other one because yeah, he's already mouth, holding the IHOP cup. <laughs> he had that in the last one actually too. Oh, did he? I missed. missed yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But uh, at this point. It looks like they kind of dubbed over him because his mouth isn't really with the words. Uh, what does he say here? He says we're, something we're about... Like honing in like, on IHOP's ultimate breakfast or that's where we're headed or something I, like that. He does a bunch of description about it, about yeah. the breakfast. Yeah, and then, he just, and then it's uh, voiceover work over footage, close-up footage uh, through a periscope kind of uh, overlay looking at different platters. Uh, which do look delicious, by the way. IHOP, probably my number one breakfast joint. Uh, and then ultimately cuts back to him there. He's still uh, rambling into his handset. He says, uh, all ahead for breakfast. This is not a drill. Once again, the submarine slams into the parking lot. It, I think, is the same uh, shot that was in the other one. Yeah. And then there is a seal diver or something uh, who has an IHOP and go to go sack who is on the uh, in the con here of the submarine and he is bringing the good stuff to all of the sailors. And that's pretty much it. Then it shows this is the, the one I the saw submarine. on TV. The submarine backs away. <laughs> backs I love up, that. Yeah, yeah backs up yeah, into the ocean or whatever. And yeah, if you if, if people got a kick out of the submarine diving into the parking lot, they get a double kick out of it backing up. And I wonder if that was just footage reversed. I'd I, I'd have to rewatch it. But again, it, this yeah, one I looked like you, the cheaper knockoff one from the uh, footage they had from the first one. You'd be able to tell from the cars, I believe. Yeah, if it was reverse, pretty easily. But uh, that's the second commercial. Beautiful. All right. Brom, what do you give this one? Um, This one, I'm going to be a little less ambiguous. I'm going to just give this one thumb up. Uh, this one wasn't quite as inspired or fun as the uh, other one we watched. Okay. I did like that they did add some new footage, like definitively new footage with the, the, uh, the diver. But they could have yeah. done, done a lot more with that. Oh, it's definitely yeah, backed up footage. I just rewatched it. So they just rewound, rewound it. 
<laughs> uh, that, that takes away from it. But I was gonna. I was. I agree with you. I think the addition of the uh, diver is unique. Kind of a little extra. A little extra yeah. t- thing in there. A lot more to explore there. Maybe they'll. Uh, maybe they'll give us some more submarine IHOP commercials with uh, the extra publicity they're getting. Maybe blow it out to a feature length or something. I'd be up for that. Like one of these like ten yeah. minute like marketing initiatives that you see every now and again. Yeah, little, or like a Playmobil film. movie, you know, that one just came out. Which everyone one? loved it. The Playmobil, Playmobil, Playmobil movie. I'm not sure I saw that. People did not love that. <laughs> it was one of the worst <laughs> openings ever in the history yeah. of film. Oh, okay. So it made like $600,000 from yeah. like 3,000 theaters or something. Bad. Not good. Not good. Let's just say that. Or or a better example would be the caveman, uh, Geico caveman uh, <laughs> TV, TV series they had. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we can get a TV show out of this one. That would be actually really great. A submarine TV show. I'd love it. Out of this one. USS Pancake. <laughs> Wouldn't put Let's it past that. them. Now, I got to jump in here for a hot take, guys. I'm get going to I'm going to disagree with you, Ben. I do not think this deserves any thumbs up. And I'm going to give a radical thought that I think this could be one of the worst commercial follow-ups to a commercial by IHOP ever. Wow. Take that, IHOP. Hey, hey, we're trying to get some free pancakes over here. But I still love you, and I do love... Your pancakes, but not a not a sponsor. Yeah, the second commercial was more childish to me, and that offends me as a man. And I'm going to give this one Chuck E. Cheese, and that's it. Wow, that's bad. There it is. All right, I got to say I'm kind of coming, kind of in the middle of you guys. I, I I also agree. I just don't. I'm not inspired by it. The voiceover kind of seems cheap and. It's expositiony. Like I, I don't need to be. I'm. I'm smart. I don't need to be told everything. You know. It just feels like they're really trying to like key the audience in on something. And I feel like show it. Don't explain it. Uh, it's a visual medium, guys. Uh, and so I'm going to kind of come in neutral. It's not a down bubble because it's still the IHOP uh, submarine commercial that I know and love. But it's not <laughs> an up bubble either. So I, I'm kind of neutral. What it was that zero bubble? What is a neutral? Uh, What's the term? I don't know. Um, no. We can discuss it for the next 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. But we have to include <laughs> the word neutral in it. Okay. So it's neutral bubble. Yeah. Is that we've decided it is? <laughs> neutral bubble. All right. The, all Stag- right the stagnant bubble. Get with it. All right. You guys ready for some trivia? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. It. So this was produced by Smith & Jones Films. Uh, probably their most memorable commercial. They've done a bunch of commercials that I recognize, but the, probably the most memorable commercial of theirs that I do recognize is, do you guys know the uh, the Mountain Dew Puppy Monkey Baby? Yeah. No. Yeah. So puppy they, Monkey Baby. Puppy, puppy Monkey puppy baby. baby. And then it's real creepy, puppy and it's like baby. looking on someone's face, and then it's like dancing, and mm-hmm. then it dances away while they're all drinking Mountain Dew, like some uh, energy drink or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's puppy. scary but mesmerizing. Monkey? Monkey? Baby. Baby. Puppy monkey, baby. Not a sponsor. Mountain Dew. Nope. Um, and so that was something just interesting. If you haven't seen Puppy Monkey Baby, I recommend it highly because it's real weird and actually kind of scary. And I remember my wife being like, I do not like that. Yeah, that was a disturbing commercial. I had some friends who loved it, though. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Ulf Johansson. Also, uh, he's the only he's the director at Smith & Jones, the, the only director. So... Kind of all of their commercials have similar tone to them because he's the one kind of driving a lot of it. 
he's really kooky and kind of says weird is good. Like his mantra is like weird is good. So he makes a lot of weird commercials. Mm -hmm. That seems to be a big theme now. If you look at things like Old Spice and there's a couple that others that are jumping on that. Yeah, I believe that he they've also been involved in the Old Spice stuff. Okay. <laughs> the same creative, same creative people. Um, so it's made by the creative agency McCann Erickson, New York. It's one of the most famous uh, Madison Avenue creative agencies. In fact, it was one of the rival companies in the Mad Men series. So when uh, before they went off to make their own company, that's the company that bought where Don Draper worked. Oh, Mad okay. Men. Uh, so this begs the question, who else from Mad Men would have done well in this commercial? So Christina Hendricks, uh, the captain, you think the cat? Wow. Okay, good. I, I wasn't I, thinking I think, that, but I think she just draws a lot of attention to herself. You know, I think, uh, she's got that dynamism and all eyes are on her for all the right reasons. Right. Okay. What about uh, the next one? Next person is is also a star and has all that charisma. Uh, January Jones. What about her? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, she's like the worst actress of all time. I mean, she is bad. She's not good. Uh, I'm not going to say she's good. Have you seen her in that? What was that Liam Neeson film that she was like the wife in? Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that one. That was terrible. Uh, <sighs> yeah, she was. Uh, that was the one where I remember watching being like, they should have maybe stopped this. At some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at it. And up just here. been like, what about uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss? Mm, she kind of actually looked like the, uh, the, the girl that was on the submarine, kind of had that sort of. So maybe she's hanging over the shoulder of the sonar man who's our boy, John Hamm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I like John Hamm. I like John Hamm as the sonar man. That'd be cool. And then, last but certainly not least, Ed Harris. And he actually appeared in Mad Men. He was the titular Madman in the pilot episode. And he was supposed to jump to his death. That was kind of the idea. It's like, oh, he's the Madman. He's going to jump to his death. But they loved his performance so much that they kept him around. And he ended up winning six Emmys <laughs> for, the, for the role. It's awesome. Mad Man. Yeah. So what about Ed Harris? Where does he fit? Ah. Where doesn't that man fit? It's true. With all that, with all that grease, he can slide into anywhere. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I like the idea that he's not in the first one, but then he shows up as kind of like the uh, swimmer guy, see a Navy SEAL, maybe, uh, second you know, one. Maybe he should just have a subtle role, such as the man with the eye patch in the background. Then you know he's a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. it's true. He can be naked, so. The January Jones uh, Liam Neeson movie we were thinking about was unknown, and it unfortunately has a 6.8 on IMDb, which I think is too high. That is too high. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. I agree. That, too that's high. too high. I think it was riding a little bit of that taken uh, to, the, yeah, to the bank. Definitely 100%. Yeah. Uh, does have Diane Kruger in it, though. Who Love Diane I Kruger. Am a big fan of. And you're yeah. also a big fan of Kroger's, right? I am. I. Uh, Enjoy Kroger's gift cards for any fans out there that want to get me something for Christmas. Okay, just quickly say your full address so they can send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's Kyle's address again? <laughs> All right. So should I do a quick phantom zone? Engage the phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. I want to hear this. All right. <clears throat> 
So I was able to find some things about the actors. One seems to be named Nathan Clow, but he didn't seem like he's done anything with submarines. I could see some other small movies that he did, some TV shows, but nothing that had submarines. And I was like, shit. So then someone on the YouTube claimed to be the daughter of the guy who played the captain and her name was Charlotte Kelly. So then I was searching like actor Kelly submarine IHOP and things like that, but nothing came up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well that's that dead end kind of reel it back. Then while I was searching all the IHOP stuff, I noticed that there was like an article about Selena Gomez and how she dated Justin Bieber. Their first date ever was to an IHOP. Did you guys know that? <laughs> no. Do you, and, and one th- do you, you guys know that they ended up breaking up and that Justin Bieber's now married? Yeah. And he's married yep. to... Did he didn't know he was married? Because he married... Daughter of someone yeah, so famous. Was, so he married Haley Baldwin, who's the daughter of Kim Basinger and Alec yes, Baldwin. that's right. Who was in Hunt for, uh, Hunt for Red October. And we, from there, we can get easily to Phantom. So it's no big deal. <laughs> Phantom Zone. So does what that you count? You heard me talking, uh, didn't you? So Selena, Selena <laughs> and Bieber were not in this commercial. But they were in an IHOP. Together. <laughs> I, I say it counts. I think it's great. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, that's the thing. The thing is, I couldn't even do that with the porno, so the porno still lasts. <laughs> that was All spectacular. Right. I guess, or you know what? I actually probably could have done it with the porno, because then I could have just yeah. been like, "This person was in a porno." They were also Kim Kardashian was in a and, porno with Kanye West. Kanye West bashed Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift d- dated Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. I mean, you're going for a while. He was yeah, going forever was, doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, guys, that's all, that's all I got. I got some news. You guys want some news? Oh, you thought I was looking yeah. up news? Some news? You guys got news? News? Give me so, that news. This is from uh, uh, Tori Shepard, state editor. November 19th, 2019. The Advertiser. Workers face anxious christmas with no say on subs you guys want to hear more yeah okay so hundreds of submarine workers are set to face christmas not knowing what'll come of their jobs now this is all in australia so apparently prime minister down there scott morrison has not yet made a decision whether or not he's going to move um, a base where they're currently working on Collins class submarines. So um, up to 700 Australian workers could be affected and they're hoping to find out by Christmas, but they don't know yet um, whether or not they're going to move these subs um, to South Australia or West on the on uh, Western Australia in 2022, 24 and um, 26. Hmm. So remember, so Australian listeners out there, um, we love you. We're thinking of you and, you know, fight the power. And, sp- and spread the word <laughs> about the podcast, please. Yes, please do. All right. There you go. You know who'd get a deal like that done? Who? Donald J. Trump. Who's that? <laughs> uh, he's uh, president of... Uh, America? Uh, there you when go. When did that yeah. happen? 2016. Sometime after Home Alone 2. Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> he was in that. He wouldn't He wouldn't have time to run for president because he, <laughs> he was in the movie. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Okay. Is it countdown time? I think it might be. <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> okay. All right. New intro music. Tube three ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Tonight, I got the top five IHOP fun facts. Love I it. really love it. Thought about doing, let's, we got time here because this is obviously a very short episode. I thought about doing, everyone's onto these like tier lists. You guys see those? Like uh, lists of things that make you cry? Like tier lists? No, no, Best no. cakes? <laughs> tier lists? Tier, tier, T-I-E-R. Yeah, so like a best cakes, wedding cakes list? Yes, like a like a wedding cake, but imagine the top of the wedding cake is the best stuff, and the bottom of the wedding cake is the worst mm. stuff. A tier list, it, people have been doing things like their favorite uh, candy, whatnot, and they'll put, okay, uh, Sour Patch Kids are S-tier, Twix Bars are S-tier, or they'll do uh, fast food restaurants, uh, Chick-fil-A is S-tier, uh, Burger King is D-tier. Wait, what are the tiers? Uh, why, why S and D? Uh, S A B C D. It's basically like giving it a letter grade with uh, your standard grading system A B C D and F, but you add in S. S is the top. Is like, like su- superior. Right, so like tier. like a video game. Video right. games, yeah, RPGs. Exactly. Yep. yep. In my favorite game ever, Elite yes. Agents, I got S's on everything. Actually, in fact, I got perfect. Oh, scores there you go. Like, there you go. That's <sighs> yeah. that's kind of I think where it originated from. That culture too. I think people were probably doing with so, video games and video game characters and like things like Smash Brothers and the the fighters right, so and then, stuff. I was going to ask. Oh. I was going to ask, where would you uh, rank some of your uh, favorite places to eat breakfast? I think IHOP is an S tier breakfast Ooh. joint for me anybody else have an opinion about ihop this is gonna really hurt our claim to wanting to get like free pancakes <laughs> but i'm gonna have to give it an a tier that's still pretty that's good. good i just i i'm afraid they're gonna look not fondly on me not giving it an s tier i'm gonna agree with jamie on this hot take for hot pancakes <laughs> um a tier for sure <laughs> because okay. whenever i go there and i love you ihop you know that but the portions do not match what I think the, is the mm. cost. I think I need to be getting a little bit more food for my tom-tom mm. on some of these $8 meals they're serving wow. up. That is, that is a now, hot cake, comma, pan. That's good <laughs> feedback, though. I mean, that's legitimate, carefully constructed feedback. They should accept that and take that that's, with grace It should and be pretty poise. easy, too. You just move the ladle, keep the ladle tipped a little longer, get those larger pancakes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I bet it's a machine that does it, though. Probably. Bro- robots. All right. Does anyone else have any opinions about uh, love it or hate it? Any any uh, uh, breakfast joints out there? Waffle House? Any opinions love on Waffle House? I, I've, love you know, I've never been to a Waffle House because I've never been in a place where there's Waffle Houses around. Jamie, oh. if you ever come over to Ohio to visit us, <laughs> I'm taking you there, and it's on yeah, me. But who would invite me to Ohio? Hmm. Maybe Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The, the invitation to your wedding is still lost in the mail, so we'll wait until that comes. <laughs> I think uh, he sent it to the prime minister of Argentina oh, and he's going to deliver yeah, it to you. Lost. He's in New Mexico right now. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted him to hand deliver it. So, 
I'll take this love it or hate it though, Ben. I like this. So love it. I do love Waffle House. I think it's great. Love Are you it. going S or A or B? Or? I'm going to give it an S. I rarely ever okay. walk out of Waffle House not what satisfied. What about Denny's? Oh, um, B or A. B or A. Yeah, I, I think I'd go maybe C on Denny's. I'd go B on Waffle House. You know what Jamie? I'm giving a D? What's that? What are you giving a D to? Bob Evans. Bob no Evans, joke. yeah. On breakfast, I probably would say the same thing. I don't order breakfast when I go to Bob Evans, even if it's like 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. I'll usually get like a like a bacon cheeseburger or something. Yeah, their burgers aren't bad. You got opinions on any of these, Jamie? I honestly don't know a lot of these things. I believe there was a Bob Evans around here. I just never went to it. Um, okay, what did what did you have in your neck of the woods? Well, Dunkin' Donuts, obviously. Yeah, so the problem is, I grew up I grew up on an New island, England. and on the island there is no uh, there's no franchises. Yeah, franchises are not allowed. Oh, so okay. they were all original restaurants in the end. That'd be really cool, though. A lot of hole in the wall breakfast joints. Yeah, would be so we had like the Art Cliff Diner, and we had um, oh, I'm forgetting the other diner downtown. But you know, these they were more yeah diners that you go and eat. I guess we did have, like, we had our island franchises, like the Black Dog, which mm-hmm. is actually somewhat well-known, and they, they had a nice breakfast, too. Yeah, we have a diner in our hometown, Zach and I do, uh, that was owned by Rob Lowe's family. Rob Lowe? Yeah. The actor. Starring himself. Johnny Depp? Yes, yes, sir. Oh. No, not, not Rob oh. Lowe. <laughs> Rob Lowe. Sorry. His grandparents owned it. He was actually back in town this past summer to go to the spot to eat is what it's called. It's a diner from the early 1900s. It's still there. Um, and it is hmm. very good. It's also a place called the Alcove. They got good yep, breakfast got the sandwiches. Alcove. Haven't, haven't ate there. My, my parents eat there a lot, but I haven't, I haven't ate there. Welcome. But uh, the spot, we had uh, George W. Bush came through town and ate there, and we got a burger named mm. after him now. Welcome to... Uh, Mainly known for its podcast, where we talk about breakfast. <laughs> hey, we got we to gotta, we gotta get close to an hour. <laughs> Do <this>, we? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see. We'll see what the, the fans think. Okay, but we'll get into my true top five countdown here of the top five IHOP fun facts. So, number five... In 1958, Al Lappin, I think it's Lappin, maybe Lapin, Jr., and his brother Jerry opened the first IHOP for $25,000 in Los Angeles County. In Los Angeles? Los Angeles County. It's like Toloka Lake or something like that. Huh, I, did, I wouldn't have pegged it as a California. Well, there you go. All right. And I, I wouldn't have guessed it was as late as 1958. I would, I would have figured it had a little bit more of a storied history. Don't you think? I mean, I guess. Was it always called IHOP or International House of Pancakes? It was called the International House of Pancakes, and they didn't adopt uh, IHOP until 15 years later in like 73. Got to give them props. That's a bold move. Call yourself the International House of Pancakes. Right. Right out of the gate, too. Number four, and they weren't even international. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Number four, due to strict policies against artificially flavored corn syrup, I'm going to make you actually guess this. This state is the only state where you can order authentic maple syrup on your pancakes. You guys have a guess? Vermont. Zach? 
Uh, Washington. Jamie, why would you say Vermont? Uh, well, it's a little hippy dippy, and it's also loves uh, the maple syrup. It's also the correct answer, Vermont. Yeah. Only state that offers authentic maple syrup for your pancakes. Number three, IHOP serves more than how many million pancakes per year? You guys want to take a guess at this one? How many million pancakes per year? 75 million. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 40 million. Correct answer. 700 wow. million pancakes per year. Yeah, but see, Holy How much shit. of those are just pancakes they throw out and have raccoons eat? <laughs> raccoons. They're in Los Angeles County. <laughs> we we know all about that from a previous episode. Yeah, we do. You're raising a very moral crisis question here. Um, how much? How many pancakes are wasted every <laughs> right. year? They're like, we got to get up to that 700 million mark again. They're throwing pancakes out the window. Their, their pancakes are pretty good size too. Hey, I thought you just criticized the size of their pancakes. Well, I don't. I don't get their yeah. pancakes. I, I watch other people get their pancakes. I like get you know the breakfast meats and the hash browns and the eggs, which I think is a little of um, little uh, you know could be bigger. I see what could you're saying. More. So you look at the pancakes. You say I would be satiated by those pancakes, but I'm not being satiated by my own mm-hmm. breakfast. <laughs> So this might be a hot take, guys, but I'm more of a waffle guy <laughs> than a pancake guy. Yeah, I actually hmm. get like the, the the waffles there, or yeah, the Belgian waffles with like a topping on it, like blueberry. I think topping. I'm equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. I love French toast. I love pancake. I love waffle. Yeah, I like Good the French you, toast Jamie. too. I don't discriminate. <laughs> Number two, in 2007, IHOP purchased Applebee's. To become what? the then largest full service restaurant in the world with three thousand two hundred and fifty locations. That's a, that, that is, is not a Zach that. fact. That is a real uh, fact. That is not a Zach fact. How do we not know about this? How how are we not I talking about this? We're taking over the world. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty crazy. Number one goes back to the topic of these big, light, fluffy, airy pancakes, Kansas is scientifically flatter than a pancake. Using an IHOP pancake and a laser microscope, scientist scientist determined, based on data from the U.S. Geological Survey, that Kansas is much flatter than the topography of an IHOP flapjack. That's... What a... Interesting number does that, one. Does that mean that Florida <laughs> is also? Because it's the flattest state, isn't it? Uh, they said they said numerous states are actually flatter than a, a pancake because you'd be surprised how many nooks and crannies and, and craters are in a, a fluffy, airy pancake. Like, in fact, Colorado, um, flatter than the pancake. And they said that they're not calling it a mountain, but it does get obviously thicker in the center of the pancake. Um, <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thanks, Ben. That, I, that was fantastic. Go. IHOP fun facts. Well, thanks. You're very welcome. All right. Do you do you have some sweet succulent Zach facts that we can pick off the Zach fact tree? Do 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 do. Zach facts. It's Zach facts. When you're going down, get some Zach facts. When you're going down, I have three toppings of Zach facts Whoa. for you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is this for, right. it's like a are Belgian waffle ready? situation, or what are we talking about? We're talking about um, talking okay. about pancakes. We're talking about uh, you know IHOP. This is you know IHOP episode. IHOP Zach facts. Not really. Fact number one: 
<clears throat> at the end of the commercial, <laughs> we saw the bottom that said um, dramatization subs don't work on land, right? right? Yeah. This was because IHOP claimed over 100 separate incidents of subs trying to get on land for their pancakes. So they had mm. to add that. So it wasn't in the original version <laughs> of the commercial. They had to add that later. It was. They wow. had to add it later. Okay. They had to add it later. Too many subs were trying to get on land. Lots of death. Sad They're day. thirsty for those pancakes. Zach fact number two. The actor who played the captain was almost part of the hashtag Me oh, Too no. movement. Did you guys hear about, about this? Charlotte Kelly's dad. Okay. Yeah. So he was almost part of the hashtag Me Too movement. Originally, people thought he said, Captain's going to need to come come. <laughs> <laughs> but that was cleared up when the official commercial was released. He said, Tom uh, Tom. Okay. I think that's I think that's the dagger in our uh, IHOP I, I, sponsorship. You know, Got to keep in mind that we're trying to get free pancakes here, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kyle, cut that. Yeah, Kyle, edit it. <laughs> well, then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this next one's going to go. All right, Zach, fact number three. Um, so there was a misprint on the uh, menus. You know, they, in the commercial, they they created that new tagline: breakfast. Right. Well, yep. the first wave of menus, unfortunately, said, that's no breakfast, that's a breastfeeding. Oh, I see. <laughs> Interesting uh, uh, typo. Happy holidays <laughs> from Zach Fax. And that's where the jingle bells will kick in. Could it be? I mean, we still got like eight minutes. Well, <laughs> sounds, sounds like we almost have something. <laughs> did we have anything else? I don't else? think so, did we? Anything for happy holiday stuff? No, not really. Favorite movies? Oh, fa- favorite favorite okay. holiday movies? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I got to go Christmas Vacation. Mm. What Zach? I don't know if I have one. I'm going to say an underrated mm. one. One of my underrated Christmas movies that I think Home you alone. and all of our listeners should listen <laughs> should watch this holiday season is called The Ref. And it stars Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey, and it's hilarious, but it's rated R. So kids, don't tell your parents. And it's a Christmas movie? <laughs> it is a 100% Christmas nice. film. It's called The Ref. I mm. love it. I watch it every year. The, the, Nobody ever knows about related? it. It has nothing to do with sports. Okay. Dennis Leary plays a um, cat burglar who kidnaps Kevin Spacey and his wife, but Kevin Spacey and wife are having extreme marital difficulties. And Dennis Leary breaks into their house, keeps them hostage while Kevin Spacey's family comes over for Christmas dinner. And he has to pretend to be the, um, like the, um, the counselor for them, the psychiatrist. So a marriage ref. Why, so, why didn't they call it the marriage ref? I make don't it know, easier, but I understand. Uh, well, so it's funny because I we just watched uh, for Bad Movie Twins. That's badmovietwins.com. We just watched a movie that turned out to be a secret Christmas movie, which is one of my favorites. Uh, did you ever? Did you guys see Replicas, the Keanu Reeves film? It's like about him, and he like his family dies, and he has to like he makes like clones of them. Weird. No, I've never. Yeah, even so heard it's it. just weird because like it's kind of going. It's set in Puerto Rico, so already you're like, huh, that's interesting. Not many films that are just set in Puerto Rico and then pretend like they're not, that's not a big deal. They, uh, 
they then randomly in the middle of it, like a teacher comes over and is like, where's your son? He hasn't been in school because he's a clone. He's still growing in like the tank or whatever. And he's like, oh, what? I don't know. He's like, we're homeschooling him. And then the teacher's like, uh, oh, okay, well, well, whatever. Happy holidays. And I was like, wait, what? Happy holidays. And then later <laughs> they have, they're going out to pick their Christmas tree. And I was like, wait, this is a Christmas movie? And it was pretty great. Uh, so I think my favorite Christmas movie is Cobra starring Sly Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> which is 100% set during Christmas. All right. I guess that raises the other question is die hard a Christmas movie. Yes. Oh, I think it's obvious. That one is obviously a Christmas movie because it's like centered around a Christmas uh, party. It's like, it's like uh, an actual part of the plot is that it's Christmas and there's a Christmas party and that he's going to like talk to his mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, Absolutely. A lot of people try to argue movie. it's not a Christmas I've, I've movie. heard people try to argue that home Alone's not a Christmas movie, but that's insane. No, it's insane. That 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 kind of person is just arguing for the, just yeah. to argue. That's all I'd they're say doing. That's probably the most common, like number one for Home most Alone's, people. It's a huge Fantastic. part of the film. It's like literally he goes to the the <laughs> person who like the salt guy, and he's talking about how sad he is because it's Christmas, and his like daughters talk to him or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just watched on Netflix the movies that made us. It's uh, from the people that made. Um, Toys. The Toys That Made Us, narrated by Michael Ian Black or whatever his name is. Um, Super good. I love The Toys That Made Us, so I also really love The the Movies That Made Us. And it's funny, we actually just mentioned Die Hard and Home Alone are two of the first four episodes of that uh, series. It's on my to-watch list, Ben, so I'm glad to hear people It's super interesting, super fun. It's just the way they they do those documentaries are really entertaining, but they just break down how those movies were made, and Hmm. it's always just filled with... Fun facts you would never believe. What episode is Cobra? Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 